This is the Environmental Integrity Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pelton. Rod Bates runs a fishing charter business out of Carlisle, Pennsylvania. We're a Christian-based organization, and we love to take families out here and expose them to God's wonderful creation. And on these fishing trips, they're a great, wholesome family activity. And many times what will happen is we'll catch a few fish, and then the parents and or grandparents will say to the kids, go ahead, enjoy yourself, and they'll get out, and they'll catch crayfish, and they'll explore islands, and they'll go swimming. But out on the Susquehanna River, he's noticed a real problem with sick fish and declining numbers of smallmouth bass. I've been concerned the past two years about the decline in uh, our production of catching smallmouth bass, and also the number of fish we're catching with various sores on them and lesions and various things. And it's been a grave concern of ours for the past few years. And now we see these reports. He's referring to news stories about an August 22, 2019 report by the Environmental Integrity Project. That report revealed that Harrisburg, the state capital, has been dumping growing amounts of raw human waste into the Susquehanna River, the Chesapeake Bay's biggest tributary. It's coming from the city's antiquated combined sewage and stormwater system, which releases waste without any treatment or filtration whenever it's raining or the system is overwhelmed. That happened, on average, about once or twice a week last year. Harrisburg dumped about 800 million gallons of sewage and stormwater into the river in 2016 and 1.4 billion gallons in 2018, according to records of Capital Region Water. The result is that E. coli bacteria concentrations in the Susquehanna River average almost three times higher than is safe for swimming or water contact recreation. That's according to water quality monitoring performed by the Environmental Integrity Project and the Lower Susquehanna Riverkeeper in June and July of 2019. With this information, Rod Bates said he may have to dramatically change the way he conducts his fishing tours, if he can continue them at all. He said he will have to stop children from swimming, playing in, or perhaps even touching the water. To me, this is a health issue. This is something serious that needs to be addressed by our government. Across the Susquehanna River, from where Bates stood on the Harrisburg Riverwalk, a sign warned people visiting City Island Park Beach, closed, no swimming. The cause, high bacteria levels. Immediately upstream from the closed beach are sewage and stormwater outfalls leading directly from the governor's mansion and the state office complex. Their water monitoring this summer found E. coli bacteria concentrations more than 10 times safe levels. Ted Evgenitis is the lower Susquehanna Riverkeeper. As a child and as a kid to go out and want to play, to have this majestic river in your backyard and not be able to use it is a damn crime. That shouldn't happen. These kids should be able to go out there and play and not have to worry if they got a scrape on their leg from falling off their skateboard and they, you know, they go out in the river and all of a sudden they get sick because you know, that bacteria gets into that scrape and then here they are in the hospital. Evgenitis and a volunteer worked with the Environmental Integrity Project to take 60 water samples along the Harrisburg waterfront from June 15 to July 31st. They had them analyzed for E. coli and fecal coliform bacteria by a certified professional lab. Almost half of the samples, 29 of the 60, violated state health standards, some by extreme amounts. One particular day, being July 17th, we got back levels of fecal coliform, and the levels they, you know, the EPA uses is in colony-forming units. 
I mean, I believe the standard is 235 colony forming units. On that particular day, July 17th, uh, the levels of fecal coliform were 25,000, 35,000, and 40,000 colony forming units per 100 milliliters of water, which is absolutely absurd, alarming, and truthfully embarrassing for the city to have those kind of levels here in the capital of the state. The frequent sewage spills from Pennsylvania's capital were disturbing not just to local clean water activists. They also caught the attention of top officials downstream. After reading the Environmental Integrity Project's report, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan wrote a letter to Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf and EPA on August 29th, expressing Hogan's, quote, alarming concerns, unquote, about Pennsylvania's dumping on its downstream neighbors. Hogan criticized Pennsylvania's overall lack of effort to meet Chesapeake Bay cleanup targets. Ben Grumbles is Maryland's Secretary of the Environment. We are concerned, we're specifically concerned about the lack of resources and and also are coming up short on the Chesapeake Bay commitment that they've made. The Environmental Integrity Project's report found that Pennsylvania penalized only 20% of 131 self-reported sewage overflow violations by Harrisburg Capital Region water between 2015 and 2018. Back in 2015, EPA and the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection sued Harrisburg's Water and Sewer Authority for violating the Federal Clean Water Act by deliberately piping sewage and stormwater into the Susquehanna River. But the consent decree that Pennsylvania and EPA signed with Capital Region Water to allegedly address the problem did not set any deadlines for Harrisburg to stop piping sewage into the river. Ben Grumbles said he has requested a meeting with Pennsylvania's environmental regulators to get an explanation and hopefully stronger enforcement of the Federal Clean Water Act. We are hopeful that more support can be provided to reduce violations of the Clean Water Act because we all live downstream and we want to see real progress in meeting our Bay goals. So far, Pennsylvania's response to the complaints of Maryland has been to claim that Pennsylvania, which has a $34 billion annual state budget, simply cannot afford to close the budget gap. It would have to pay to fully fund its Chesapeake Bay cleanup responsibilities. That gap would be about $300 million a year or less than 1% of its annual budget. In response to criticism, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's spokesman, J.J. Abbott, said, quote, Unlike Maryland, Pennsylvania does not generate millions of dollars from tourism on the Chesapeake Bay, and it cannot use those resources to improve water quality, unquote. He suggested that Maryland could take some of its Bay tourism dollars and ship them north to help solve the problem. Maryland's governor, however, has ruled out paying for the fixing of sewer systems in Pennsylvania's own state capital. That should be Pennsylvania's own responsibility. Maryland Environmental Secretary Ben Grumbles said the Hogan administration is considering filing a lawsuit against Pennsylvania to try to compel it to stop violating the Federal Clean Water Act and start meeting its Chesapeake Bay cleanup responsibilities. Yes, we are looking at all, all available tools to make significantly more progress in the state of Pennsylvania when it comes to water quality. Meanwhile, at the local level in Harrisburg, Capital Region Water argues that it also does not have enough money to deal with the sewage overflow problem. It should be noted that sewage plays only a small part in the overall pollution of the Chesapeake Bay, with farm runoff a far larger source of nitrogen and phosphorus pollution. 
David Stewart is director of engineering at Capital Region Water. One of the challenges that we faced in the city of Harrisburg is we have uh, an extremely financially challenged rate base. So as we went through the program and looked at a 20-year planning horizon, we realized that getting to the level of control that would be ideal is going to be financially prohibitive. So we looked at the best we could do over that 20-year horizon. Over 20 years, Capital Region Water is proposing to spend about $315 million, raised in part by imposing new stormwater management fees on customers to improve the maintenance of the Harrisburg region's badly neglected and more than century-old combined sewage and stormwater system. Among other projects, the Water Authority is planning to improve a pumping station, raise the height of barriers inside outfall pipes to reduce the volume of overflows, and plant trees and rain gardens to absorb more rainwater and keep it out of the sewer and stormwater pipes. Such efforts could reduce the volume of sewage and stormwater overflows by perhaps half, according to Capital Region Water. But that would still leave more than 300 million gallons of waste being piped into the Susquehanna River every year. Other cities in the region with similar old combined sewer and stormwater systems are doing more. Arlington, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., for example, are both planning to reduce their overflows by more than 90% by building underground storage tanks and tunnels to temporarily hold sewage and stormwater during rainstorms. These tunnels allow the wastewater to later be gradually pumped into a sewage treatment plant for purification before being released to nearby waterways. For Harrisburg, building such an underground tank and tunnel system would cost well more than $315 million. According to Capital Region Water, the cost could be a billion dollars or more. Ted Evgenitis, the Lower Susquehanna Riverkeeper, said it would be worth it for Pennsylvania to make a substantial long-term investment like this to upgrade the infrastructure in its own state capital. One result would be the creation of thousands of jobs. Another would be obeying the Federal Clean Water Act, which requires that public waterways like the Susquehanna be fishable and swimmable. Really, at this point in time, as Capital Region Water in the city wants to claim they have no money and they want to cry poor, well, this is the capital of Pennsylvania, and the state has a multi-billion dollar budget. And you know what? There should be a little wiggle room in that budget to do the necessary repairs and improvements to the city of Harrisburg's infrastructure to control the sewage problem. He added that Pennsylvania's capital has a beautiful waterfront park, beach, and river walk. These public spaces should be enjoyed by local residents of all income levels, instead of treated as a public sewer and health hazard. This has been the Environmental Integrity Podcast, and I'm Tom Kelton.